And that's on period. Network. Please share this episode with your bunker mates and deposit it in the assigned pickup drop-off location. Remember that these wisdom teeth don't grow on trees. Nothing does anymore. Here's another round of Elaine's for you. Welcome to another episode of Elaine's Cooking Podcast for the Soul. I'm your host, Elaine Martinez. Listeners, any survivor of a failed economy or a nuclear disaster will tell you that planning for the future is ultimately a fool's game. The only thing guaranteed is the present. And to exist in the present, narrow though it may seem, can be a truly freeing experience. I am of a mind that some of the least productive emotions reside in the future. Fear despair, anxiety. They dig roots in an uncertain and non-existent future and lash out at us here in the present. And it is during times of great negative emotion that I try to plant myself more firmly in the here and now, to live within the breath I am breathing, so to speak. In fact, it sometimes feels like the only thing every living person on this planet shares is the simple fact that we live We exist in the same moment, and in a world where anything can be taken away at any time, it is sometimes fruitful to bask in the warm glow of the now. These are attainable pleasures that I encourage everyone to make time to practice. Let's practice right now with a new recipe and a new guest. Please welcome Woomly Via. Hello, Woomly. Yes, chef. I am so grateful you're here to share this gift that our largely indifferent cosmos has given us. I was thinking that I really should polish off the protein supplement I boiled up a few days ago, but then I got to thinking about the fleeting nature of life and vague and deadly political circumstances percolating topside. So I thought we'd make up some stir-fry instead. Yes, chef. Oh, you don't have to call me that. I thought it was a joke earlier. I wouldn't say that I've quite earned the title of chef. This can just be a friendly little chat between two survivors of nuclear doom where we just enjoy one another's continued existence and share a meal. Oh, I see. If it's okay with you, I really want to stay in the habit of yes chefing everything. I'm actually training so I can compete on Cutthroat Kitchen. You know, when things get back to normal. Back to normal? Is that, you know, possible, you think? Oh, yes, chef. I have to believe that. All right. Well, I admire that sense of unflappable optimism. Why don't we get started? My dear friend Delaney sent me some odds and ends, and I think between the fresh vegetables, some rice I cooked yesterday, and some shelf-stable components, we can make a pretty mean East Asian-influenced stir-fry. Oh, I can't take it anymore. Tell me what we're working with, chef. You've got mushrooms, broccoli, yardlong beans, mustard greens... Oh my, that all sounds incredible. Truthfully, I just have an onion, two carrots, two cloves of garlic, and a nub, about an inch, of ginger. Do you think we can make something decent with just those components? I might have said no, but look what you forgot to mention, chef. Oh, of course, a red bell pepper. How could I forget? 
This red bell pepper is the size of my head. Yes, some organic matter has really become quite gargantuan. What is this? While still others seem to have been randomly shrunk. That is, I believe, the very tiniest bok choy I have ever seen. It's like a twinkle of a bok choy. Not even a baby bok yet. So cute. Teeny tiny bok choy. I want to put it in a little dress and give it to a kid. Kids still play with dolls, yes? Well, since any toy with a computer chip or battery has been confiscated and burned... All those talking dolls and mechanical animals they burned at Dodger Stadium. The worst thing I've ever seen. Yes. Since then, I'd be willing to guess an inanimate doll is among the only things they're legally allowed to play with. Um, why don't you set it aside? One of the families I'd like to take this meal to has a little one that might enjoy it. Oh, that's going to be so cute. So what do you say we get things prepared before break? I'm here to help you realize your virtuous culinary vision. Oh my, I'm not quite used to so authoritarian a role. Um, okay, so I think we'll need to dice the onion. Yes, chef. And I was thinking we'd cut the red bell peppers lengthwise into thin strips. Yes, chef. Should I cut this little guy in half? It's just so large. I think it would be a mouthful if we didn't. Wise. Thank you, Woomly. After that, I think we can wash and slice the carrots. Yes, chef. Oh, no. Pause. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, chef. Forget it. Uh, old habit. Did you cut those carrot rounds so that they'd look like little flowers? Just makes things feel fancy. I love it. A true delight. Good eye, Woomly. It's nothing, chef. Wow. So onion, carrot, red bell pepper. I think we just need to break down the baby bok choy. We'll put the stems in with the larger vegetables and cook down the leafy greens as a final touch. Here, I'll pour the jug of water. You brush the dirt away. So much dirt hiding away in these little guys. That's true, but I appreciate how thoroughly you're scrubbing each layer down. Do you always carry around your toothbrush for a moment such as these? Sure. Don't all cooks. I might have to start. What's next? Stir-fry sauce? For now, I think we should part to a quick break. When we come back, we'll fry everything up with the pre-cooked rice I have chilling in my swamp cooler and then whip up a sauce from some pantry staples. I feel pretty good about that game plan. But I think there should be a kind of cliffhanger moment, right? That's how all the good cooking shows like to throw into a break. Would you like to leave us on a dramatic note then? Well, I I'm a little worried. I, I didn't earn it, but do you have any intense music you could cue up? Hmm. Let's see. What about this? Five minutes left. Oh, no. I haven't even started the sauce. The vegetable stock. Vegetable stock. Where is... I forgot to grab the vegetable stock. And big musical crescendo into a break. When we come back, I make a magic stir-fry sauce sans stock that the judge loves. Oh, who's our judge? You are. I get it. Also, I do have veggie stock if you want to. Uh, 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 uh. You'll break the tension. Oh, right. To break, to break. This week's episode is brought to you by Thomas Kincaid Puzzles. When everything seems acutely terrible and getting worse, I often escape to the world of Thomas Kincaid. A world of muted yellow lamps and windows and sloped snow-laden roofs. These puzzles keep me occupied for minutes at a time. 
when I've cooked through all my rations and time seems reluctant to move forward in the linear way we've been promised, I simply open a pack of Zappin' Apple Sour Punch Straws and begin finding all the edge pieces for a Thomas Kincaid puzzle. Few things give me more peace than slowly composing the image of one lonely home in a dense forest against a hazy sunset swirling with clouds above that classic lake, river, or waterfall below. Thomas Kincaid puzzles are also a surprisingly hot commodity at the local ration swaps and can also become good kindling if your propane supply is low or the depiction of a solitary A-frame starts to bum you out. Thomas Kincaid puzzles, they really exist, and so do you. What do you say we finish up this stir-fry? Sure. Let me try and match the energy I left with. Five minutes left! Whoa! No! I think it was more like, oh, no, whoa! Uh, uh, uh. That's close enough. All right. Welcome back, listeners. Thank you for sticking with us as we put together an Asian-inspired stir-fry. Care to remind the listeners the components we're working with, Woomly? We've got a chopped onion, a big old red pepper cut lengthways. I've got carrot coins that I kind of carved out the edges of so they look like flowers or stars. That one looks like a snowflake. I think it's a lovely touch. And then we have bok choy stems, chopped up with its leafy greens on the side, and then some minced garlic and ginger. You mentioned you have rice, Chazelaine? I've got this day-old rice prepared here. I keep it buried in the southwest corner of my bunker in a Tupperware I tuck into a rain boot. An old trick a friend gave me. It keeps things pretty cool, though is by no means technically food safe, and for that reason I cannot in good conscience recommend it. Without proper refrigeration, leftovers are simply not wise to keep for more than a few hours. That's what I like to hear, a chef that takes their food handling certification seriously. Still, we will be using this boot rice because I've done this before and still haven't had any issues. Sure, sure. You're not going to waste anything. You're a damn professional. So, Wombly, while I manage cooking the vegetables, will you take the lead on the sauce? Yes, chef. Great. So on my end, I'm putting in the onion and red bell pepper right away. I'm going to divvy this up into a couple of batches because one quart pot and all. So in goes the tougher veggies with some oil. Okay. Phew. Big responsibility here. The sauce. I'm thinking soy sauce and veg stock. I'm thinking sesame oil. I'm thinking red pepper flake. You have red pepper flake. I do, though I can't for the life of me remember when or how it came to be in my stock. One day it wasn't there, and the next day, poof! Like, it lived there all along. Middle shelf there, below all the yarn and the half-knit scarf. Ah, I see it. Nice sauce collection. And not a bad yarn collection, either. Is that Angora? I couldn't say, to be honest. Very possibly. Hmm. Okay, so you've got agave. You've got veggie stock. And though I have a lighter hand with the stuff, I think a little cornstarch has a place in a good stir-fry sauce. I agree. On my front, the onion and bell pepper appear to be softening. I think now is a good time for me to add in the carrots and chopped bok choy stems. And so now let's build a sauce here. Let's do a fourth cup of soy sauce, followed by a nearly equal amount of veg stock. After that, I'm going to do with about a teaspoon of cornstarch and sesame oil. 
Then, just a bit of agave, just to add balance to all the savory. And at the tippy top, red pepper flake and fresh garlic and ginger. Mind if I take a pinch? Not at all. And while you fork whisk that delightful combo all together, these veggies are looking nice and bright. The rest goes pretty fast. I'm going to add the rest of this garlic and ginger here. Ooh, there you go, chef. Thank you. And if you wouldn't mind, Woomly, would you dump in this rice while I stir? Yes, chef. So we're just going to keep this all moving, stirring in the cooked rice throughout all the vegetables. It's a bit of an arm workout, but we're almost done. Want to tag me in, boss? Thank you. That would be great. All of yesterday, I was installing a new perimeter alarm on the roof access entry here, and I'll admit holding my arms over my head off and on for a few hours did a number on my severely depleted arm muscles. Tell me about it. I would have thought I'd be like totally jacked at this point of the apocalypse. Turns out there's a lot more sitting around than I expected. All right. Is it time to add in this stir-fry sauce, you think? Yes, chef. And I'm noticing you turned off the heat for this part? Not off, but just almost all the way for the last couple of minutes. Wow, I normally cook in a full-on blaze right up until the end. It's totally your kitchen, but lowering the heat makes sure we get to keep all of that good sesame oil flavor. Just want the sauce to thicken up a little. Oh, and those bok choy greens. Want to throw those in now? Get them wilted down a bit? Sure thing. Wow, this is smelling incredible. Sesame oil. Am I right? Where are your dishes? It's been ages since I plated anything. I'm afraid these days I generally eat out of mugs. Okay, okay. I'm not mad about that. But what about this? Oh my, I've never even considered using a bike helmet and that stained glass lampshade in that way. You weren't using those, right? Well, I am now. Oh, I also noticed that you did that little sauce smear thing they do at the fancy restaurants. It's just a little mustard. Thought that bright yellow would give it a pop. I don't recommend integrating it with the dish. What an eye. Woomly, you've really elevated the operation we're running here. I'm so grateful for you sharing your expertise. I feel very lucky to be here with you, Elaine. Underground cooking legend, how could I resist? Well, shall we? Yes, chef! I, I meant that we should eat together and not that you should watch me eat, hands behind your back at parade rest. Oh, wow. Okay, sure. Are you going to give me notes at some point, though? Mm. You know, Womlivia, I would. Only I think this is absolutely wonderful. Won't you have a bite? I'm scared. Of me? Or the food? That it's going to be bad and that I'll have to face the fact that you're simply too nice to be honest. Or worse, that what you think is good is truly terrible. I hope I can convince you to summon the courage to taste a little before we explore either of those dreadful possibilities. Now eat, you goof. Okay. Phew. Don't hate it. No, this is actually pretty good. 
we're all our own worst critics, especially when it comes to our artistic endeavors. What I love about this dish is that we find a truly delicious way to enjoy some vegetables. That stir-fry sauce of yours pulls it all together so nicely. Savory, hearty, and the ginger adds a little freshness to the dish as well. Means so much coming from you, Elaine. All right, what do you hate? Hate? Yeah. The judges always say something like, Now what I love about this dish, blah, blah, blah. And then they go, But I think you were heavy-handed with the truffle oil. Adding chocolate chips sure was a weird choice for that cornbread. Well... Go on, here it is. I just wish you were a little kinder to yourself is all. I think you're so very talented and I admire your pursuit of perfection. But I think you're doing a perfect job at just being here with me and bringing a delightful meal into the world. Whoa, that's very, that's very nice, Elaine. Thank you for saying that. For me, it's definitely that the mustard sourcing was a weird choice, does not go with the dish. But it is a nice look, so you clearly have solid instincts. Yeah. After you finish eating, would you want to continue cooking through these ingredients in batches? I have some deli containers that we can use to pack things up in. You're still game to deliver this to our families in need? Sure thing, chef. I'll leave you to it then. Listeners, if I can tell you anything that's helped me process the turnings of the world and my place within it, it would be this. Any single moment is bearable. We just survived one. And another just now. Now imagine one of those moments included a great joke or a kiss or a good TV show. The crunch of a beautifully cut vegetable. Can you think of anything more pure and joyful and worth living for than that? And if you can give that moment to someone else, then I think you'll find there's a special kind of joy in that as well. Yes, listeners, even in the worst of times, there is something in the present worth holding on to. New futures unfurl at our feet every single second. Some good, some bad. Most we cannot control where they lead or if indeed they lead anywhere at all. But the individual moments we can cherish, they mean something. The present is the only time life truly and undeniably exists. It can be an overwhelming thought. But if we're brave enough, we might close our eyes and feel music swirl in the airwaves around us. We might reach out and hold hands. We might truly savor this delicious stir-fry bite by bite by bite. Stay present, dear listener. Another good moment is on the way. For now, this has been Elaine's Cooking Podcast for the Soul. I'm Elaine Martinez, not crying, hugging you good night. Elaine's Cooking for the Soul is brought to you by the Period Podcast Network. Story by Rosa Delgado and Allison Slice. Written and directed by Allison Slice. The role of Elaine Martinez was played by Rosa Delgado. The role of Wombly Via was played by Nika Kitrova. The role of The Courier was voiced by Rachel Wong. Music by Uri Avi. Logo design by Stig Grieve. It means everything to our movement that you continue to tune in. We need you to keep surviving, to keep listening, to keep up the fight.
So keep doing that, and please, return these wisdom teeth to their proper location so that others may listen. We'll find you next week. <laughs>